sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early Sunday evening with some booze and interior design conversation. My guest tonight, Kimberly Niosi from Niosi Design. Fabulous tagline, elevated, fresh, innovative interior design. I love all those words. Kimberly, welcome to Drink in the Style. Well, thank you. It's certainly a pleasure to be here with you this evening. We're going to have a lot of fun. We've got a great series of things to talk about. Yeah. Um, So, uh, folks, we're going to enjoy this, I hope, a great deal. I'm excited. Cocktology this evening (laughs) is being furnished by Mr. Dan Newkirk, uh, beverage director at Mercy Restaurant, downtown Minneapolis and Mill Valley Kitchen and... St. Louis Park and Benedict's and Wyzetta and Rochester. You're there are too many things going on to introduce you anymore, man. I mean, this cocktailologist works just fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident cocktailologist. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking the Style, Dan. You have some amazing things that you're going to be doing for us tonight, right? Yep. We're going to be doing a uh, another margarita. We did a margarita last week, which is our, which is our Mercy Margarita. Mm-hmm. Uh, this margarita is actually the one for downstairs for the taco takeover on Tuesdays. Which we with, have to talk about. With Gustavo Romero. Gustavo Romero. Uh, funny little twist on this one. Uh, we are, I am pressing fresh, fresh squeezed lime, uh, house orange agave, Don Julio Blanco. And then I have Taco Ma, uh, a new uh, orange uh, aperitif, uh, but with a little bit of spice to it. And then I'm going to top it off because I don't like putting um, salt on the rim. So I decided to do a, a salt air foam. So it's going to have notes of lime, uh, a little bit of chiles. Uh, it looks, like, it looks like, uh, like dish soap water. <laughs> but wow. it tastes different. I hope it's, it's salty. Really? So it's, it's, well, it's, it's, you're going to salt the rim normally. So I'd rather put the put it in the glass instead of on the glass. It's a great call. All yeah. right, Brett, hit us with our mixing music. Newkirk, walk us through the process. So you're loading up a shaker. Yep. So uh, one and a half ounces of Don Julio Blanco, half ounce of uh, your orange liqueur of choice, uh, quarter ounce of a properly brixed agave. Uh, and then it's three-quarter lime, uh, bitters of choice. I'm using orange today. Um, shake, shake, shake. Strain, strain, strain. And away it goes. And before the program, you were uh, frothing. You I, was, were... I was frothing a sucrose uh, sucrose foam. So it ends up being like a, it's, it's air salt is what okay. they call it. Air salt. Yeah. Nice. You ever done a salt cave in any way, Kimberly? Are you no, familiar I haven't. with it? No. I've heard of people like falling asleep in those... It's really nice. There's this place uh, on Excelsior Boulevard, Boulevard called Salt Salon, and uh, they do massage, hair, nails, what all that other stuff. But they have an actual salt cave. They, the walls are bricks of salt. The ground is filled with salt that you know you walk through. You can sit in there and just relax, meditate, clear your mind. I, I gotta go. Actually, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, but it is so interesting. Perfect. Yeah. All right, so you've got the cocktail poured out, mixed. It is a traditional margarita color, unlike last week's very orange margarita. And now you're going to be applying the sea foam air salt. Was that it? Sea foam air salt? Air salt. Air salt. Excellent. I thought you said sucrose and sucrose. Sucrose is what is like the base that makes it. Oh, okay. Got it. All right, and you are literally just spooning it onto the top. Yep. See, that's nice. When I do margaritas, I do. Uh, I usually add, believe it or not, egg white, just a bit of egg white, because it emulsifies everything, thickens it, and then also gives you that totally awesome frothiness on top. 
looks good. And salmonella poisoning, which is... Mm, the good stuff. <laughs> All right. You got it mixed. You got it frothed. We have our margarita. Hold on, I'm Yep, he's almost done. Almost done. All There's right. a lot of frothing going on. <laughs> Deeply troubling <laughs> on many, many levels. This is the week I decided not to go with mixologist. <laughs> yeah, Johnson's laughing. He's wondering if that has to be uh, <laughs> bleeped out. I don't out. know why I have two in front of me. One's for Brett. Our oh. producer will oh, drink okay. with us. Very good. Awesome. And then, what are these? Are these dried? Dehydrated Angostura lime wheels. Just for fancy looks. Classy, brother. Hello. Told you I went all out today. Seriously. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, salute. Brett, you'll have yours in just a minute or two. Mm. Wow. Fabulous. Isn't that fun? That is delicious. That is really good. And I got I got the frothiness. Yeah, so do you. We both, yeah, you're supposed we both to have got it. mustaches. You're supposed yeah, to have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness <laughs> I don't, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's awesome. And we are going to put this uh, recipe, I promise you, on the uh, on the website. We're fully up to date or within a week or two of downloadable versions of Drink in the Style. And then starting this week, we will once again start putting the recipes for the cocktails onto the show. Um, so thank you. That's delicious. Kimberly. I have to say, I just got the spice. It's something, wow. isn't it? this is sensational. There's a lot going on in this one. Yeah, you definitely it's fun. need the recipe to this. Sure. Wow. It'll be but there. Dub 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 drink yeah. in the style dot com. Love it. Nicely delivered, right? Yes. All right, let's do our semi-random question since we sure. started this. And I mentioned I came up with this uh, when I was writing the program plan just because I was hungry. Uh, so let's get your <laughs> take on it. And then Newkirk, you're in on this as well. Mm-hmm. Brett, chime in if you'd like. Simple question. Select a cuisine of choice. Ready? Italian, Chinese, Indian. Or I will let you choose an other category. You know, you just can't ask an Italian what they want to eat except for Italian, Greg. I'm I'm more with the Itai train for sure. Italian. I'm telling you. It's just the way it is. Give me all the pasta and the cheese and the red sauce and the white sauce and some bread. Yeah. I'm with you 100%. Nobody can beat the Italian cuisine. It can't be done. All right. Well, that went easier than I had expected. You know what I will say, though? I'm not a fan for some reason. I have become anti-bolognese. Something about mixing ground beef or beef in general and red sauce is not is not resonating with me anymore. I don't understand. If it's done well, it can be it can be marvelous. But people screw that up all the time. It could be. I don't know. I still like lasagna. So I guess if you're mixing it in, with I, enough so layers, I prefer my lasagna with both red sauce and white sauce. You don't you just delicious. go layer to layer. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the calories, all the belly. Yeah. yeah. It's fabulous. You know, my wife actually makes insanely good lasagna, and usually we have it on Christmas Eve uh, mm-hmm. as a holdover. And my nephew, Alex, uh, out in New York City, shout out to my nephew, Alex, who is uh, absolutely in love with my wife's lasagna. Every year, calls and asks, is it, is it lasagna year? Because <laughs> yeah. she, she, she stopped it for a while, feeling like it was becoming too, you know, not creative enough. Mm. And she went into something else, but it's got to come back. But so, it's a favorite. Right. Grow, growing up, my, uh, my nobody in my family can cook. They, terrible cooks. Uh, my stepdad, particularly, he could only cook one thing and cooked once a year, uh, right around Thanksgiving. Um, uh, manicotti. Really? Yeah, it's the only thing the guy could cook. And he killed it. Really? Figure that out. I think he just didn't want to cook. That's really – it could be. That <laughs> yeah. could be. He was willing to, you know, 
just sucked down whatever my mom made, and she wasn't really killing it. Like meatloaf with the raw onions and the ketchup topping. And like, the secret is you undercook the onions. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's terrible. You know what's really funny? I cannot find a decent cannelloni anywhere in this state. Are you familiar? Do you, are you cannelloni people at all? Yeah. I I'm, love cannelloni. I'm trying to think. I mean, we have plenty of plenty of Italian places. Yeah, we do. Have you searched search and seek? I've, I've, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of Minnesota Italian. No offense, Italians no, did I not know. come out to Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. We we got <laughs> this far us. and then yeah. simply said, you know, right. <laughs> we're going back, <laughs> or we're going to keep moving. Right. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be speaking with Kimberly Niosi, Niosi Interiors, about a number of different design aspects. Stick with us. I'm Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture. A single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. I'm going to write words are so sweet. I'm going to shove you off your feet. A lot of kisses at the bottom. Be glad I got them. Yeah, going to smile and say... Welcome back to Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, and especially this week, interior design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this week is Kimberly Niosi from Niosi Design. Kimberly, I mentioned at the uh, beginning of the show how much I like your tagline. What do those words mean to you? Well, you know, design for me is really a practice, just like a law practice, much like a medical practice, you're constantly evolving. Don't you agree? 100%. And for me, elevated means that I'm constantly reaching and searching to provide the best product for my clients, mm-hmm. um, educating myself. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, fresh. You know, I'm always out there trying to find out what's the next big thing, you know, and where are the trends coming from? Who's Who sets the trends and what are trends? It is key, isn't it? And question. You're exactly right. I mean, I love the direction you're going on that because it is part of your job as a designer is to make people aware of what is coming, what is working within the mm-hmm. current context. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you basically, you know, historians will tell you every war starts out being fought as the last war and then becomes something new. With design, every design, if you aren't up on trends, starts out decorating the previous iteration of a room. You know, and I'm glad you brought up history because one of my favorite um, sayings is really from Winston Churchill. He said that you create your spaces after that they create you. Oh, my God. That's fabulous. How true is that? That so is we create fabulous. our environments and after that they create us. It's, it, you can't underestimate the importance of your environment on how you look, how you feel. I should say look, but how you Absolutely. feel, how you react, your state of mind. It's, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the water in which we swim. 
Right. And going back to trends, I think it's so interesting when you look at trends and you say, you know, who sets those trends? Well, really, it's just an objective. It's, it's, it's really about uh, a feeling or a cultural path, if you will. Mm. And so many times, um, maybe these, some of the trends actually fail or wither out, mm-hmm. and some stick. That's true. So it, it's pretty interesting to see how, how things garner more attention and how, how things evolve. And that's another aspect to it, right? Yeah. Having someone who is skilled at design who can take a look at these trends and basically separate the fad from right. the trend. Right, right, right. And, and I think that's a big piece of it very. is the fad part of it is something that you really don't want to get involved in because it just doesn't have that sustainability. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's here today, gone tomorrow. and I mean, I have not stopped regretting my beanbag-themed uh, movie theater <laughs> in the lower level. It, just, it seemed like such a good idea at the time. No, but uh, you also, by the way, speaking of yeah. trends, have yeah. just gotten back from High Point Market, which yes. was a week or so ago down in, in High Point, North Carolina. Speaking of... Of drinking in the style. <laughs> My goodness, do they party out there. Listeners, just by way of background, High Point, North Carolina is yes. the the center of the American furniture industry. It is just manufacturers everywhere. And then twice a year, they have High Point Market in spring and fall. And it is – God, how many square feet? It's literally something thousands. like four – no, it's like Tens four million is it? square four million feet. square feet? The entire oh city is yeah. a series of furniture showrooms. And every furniture store, every design center, everybody who's anybody makes the trip down to High Point and we take a look at all the new products, all the existing products. We actually – I just say anybody who's anybody and then I'm going to say we didn't go this year because <laughs> in the midst of the big move, oh, uh, yeah. we couldn't break away. But you went. So tell me, what did you see? You know, it was interesting. I Every year that I go, I garner more things and it is true. There are so many millions of square feet. Each mm-hmm. each space is, you know, thousands of square feet. So there's so much ground to cover and so many different things to see. Mm-hmm. I think the big aha for me was just the focus on, uh, you know, blending a little bit of that residential with commercial, softer lines. You know, for a while we've been seeing some more rigid lines and in the furnishings and in the arms and so on. And now I'm seeing a lot more curves. Hmm. I'm, and Love I'm curves. Wondering, Love curves. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm if you were let that go by. And I'm wondering so. if maybe some of the biophilia is starting to come into mainstream design now. Biophilia. I don't know that word. I was yes. waiting. I have no idea either. Yeah, that's great. Really, it's interesting. Love it. What does biophilia mean? Well, biophilia mean? means, uh, it really means to commune with nature. Okay. And the impact that it has on our blood pressure, on how we reside in our buildings and how we reside in our homes, it's truly interesting because now, uh, you know, if, if we talk about well buildings for just a moment, if you were to go into a well building, mm-hmm. they have a lot of the biophilic design incorporated into what they do, meaning what they're trying to do is they're trying to create that essence of still being involved in nature. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we're doing a lot with, you know, lighting is a really a big thing. Mm-hmm. With the circadian rhythms, mm-hmm. lighting is a big thing. It's creating... Uh, Maybe your garbage can is a distance away from your desk. So it creates an opportunity for you to get up out of your desk hmm. and go to the, the waste can and throw your, you know, whatever away. Great idea. 
But it, it just creates movement. Mm-hmm. It creates the ability to uh, have lighting that's much like nature, mm-hmm. colors much like nature, so that overall you have a much healthier experience while you're in work. So kind of more of an organic you know, natural type of a setting, but I mean, so all right. So you've you've talked a little bit about movement, things yeah, like that, and yeah. things. But from from a, a design perspective, I mean, how do you integrate that? Are we talking about more plants being placed, wall, living walls? Yes, yes. You're hitting on a lot of it. I think you know, just by bringing in the plants, we all know that they they give us oxygen. We all know that by looking at certain colors and textures that it really helps us to get involved with that. I don't know about you, but I still, you know, even when I'm out raking leaves, I love to just sit out and enjoy the crackle of the leaves and the colors and just the essence of the fresh, crisp air in the fall. I, I do as well. We I were, mean, I'd like to jump in the leaves. I, I would, honestly. but I have two dogs and <laughs> I can't keep up on it. So you don't want to jump in our leaf piles. Yeah. Gr- growing up as a child, my aunt told me the red leaves were blood and there was dead bodies on the bottom of the leaf my. piles. Are you kidding? So what? I didn't get the leaf experience as a, as a young child. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I am is, so sorry. Was she a horrible woman? <laughs> She was just very stern. She also carried a plastic spoon in her purse because she had the mom purse. If you did something stupid, you get cracked on top of the head. The recoil alone has made you, you know, shaking in the boots. Wow. Oh, that's hysterical. That's terrible. Little so to this day, when, you, when you see when you see like leaves, do you start to like wince and blink out of? I, I don't jump in leaves. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Wow. I'm that's sorry. too bad because jumping in leaves is a wonderful dang thing. Really so I've heard. Is. Yeah. Well, so that's what I've heard. To do it. I'll, I'm going I'm to look at making a leaf pile for you. <laughs> I have I to leave. do some raking soon, so maybe right. I'll reconsider. Seriously. Put that up on, <laughs> online or something. Yeah. But it is it, – it, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, so bringing in that level of nature into yeah. your environment right. and having an appreciation. Although, again, you know, we started you, – you opened the door to talking about history. Oh, you know, yes. We are the descendants of ancient Rome and Romans would separate civilization from nature – Deli- you know, strong delineation. And that's something that we still live with to this day. So it's kind of a difficult thing to try to bring back a certain amount of nature against almost our societal norms. Well, I think you're exactly right when you mention that. I think we have to really have lead the charge in, you know, making our environments more pleasing, warmer. Uh, for example... Who like? Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to explore that a little bit because it's not necessarily what you automatically think it is. Stick with us. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. And tell me your love, sincere. 
Welcome back to Drinking the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and available anytime as a stream or podcast. Visit am950radio.com or drinkingthestyle.com anytime, and you can hear back episodes and then our current one, which comes out usually the Monday right after we air. Correct, Brett? That is correct. Awesome. All right. Kimberly, we started talking about Huga. Say it again, Greg. Huga. And it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. Huga. 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 Yes. I'm Italian. I, you know. Well, me too. Huga. I know. It doesn't, it's just not an Italian. It has no, it's, no rhythm to this word. Same. Same know, for me. Right? The only thing is, is that this, this Huga kind of thing has been going on for the past year. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, you know, a while. it's been kind of the Scandinavian thing, which is kind of come and gone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And what has left behind is actually what I think a little bit of the maybe just the movement of creating comfort, and if that's you just will. Because Huga, we should define just yeah. Just what the, what the hell is Huga? Right. I'm still yes. waiting. It is. It is the. It's Norwegian. It's, feeling, it's, it's a Scandinavian. It's, Scandinavian. it's a feeling of well-being. Mm-hmm. It's creating comfort. Mm-hmm. It is uh, a space creating a warm, uh, inviting, just in abundance space. in life. Yes. You know, kind of really juxtaposed against what we have going on right now. You know, we have so many people that are so engaged in social media. Mm-hmm. This is quite frankly the opposite. It is really getting people to engage in conversation, mm-hmm. which is what I really enjoyed with Laura upstairs. Normally I would sit down, wait, and I would be going through my phone. Mm-hmm. And I really did have a lovely conversation with her. So it's it's really that kind of movement. It's just slowing down. I was in Paris last year. And I got I got anxiety when I went to go have coffee, and I Why? thought this is ridiculous because Just I was waiting in line. I was waiting in line, and the people were interacting, mm-hmm. and it was taking so long. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, "Why am I feeling like this?" Mm-hmm. And it's because of the American way. We're just you know quick, 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 faster, faster. No engagement with the person that's serving us. You know, it's just really not that moment in time. Right. So, did really, you ever see that sign that somebody posted online with the coffee prices? Uh, coffee seven dollars. Coffee if you say good morning. Five dollars. Oh. Coffee if you ask how we I are. Three dollars, and just yeah. takes it down to like a buck twenty-five, based on incenting people to actually interact socially. Yeah. And I think we need a movement of that. And so, while this, you know, while the Scandinavian design has come and gone, I'm kind of hoping that a little bit of the experience will remain behind, or at least a little bit of the culture. In fact, when I was in Iceland too last year, and I, I didn't go to any of the normal places that normal people go. I really wanted to immerse myself in the lifestyle of the Icelanders. Mm -hmm. And I I read this quote, and I loved it. It said, most people pursue pleasure with such breathless haste that they hurry past it. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that true? That is awesome, especially for Americans. I I just think so. so. It's about living in the moment to a certain extent, that what they're talking about there, as I would interpret it, is... The constant pursuit of the next thing that's going to which which it which is a never ending cycle. It it is. It, you're exactly right. It's never ending and it's insatiable. It's you know what next product can we buy and then where does that end up in the landfill? Mm-hmm. You know which uh, you know again. I'm hoping you know you know that I'm a proponent for sustainability mm-hmm. and 
you know, creating an environment that's healthy and non-toxic and, you know, really a movement of being more thoughtful about absolutely everything. Instead of speeding everything up, we need to really just slow things down. And it's like wool carpet, for example. I am such a proponent of wool carpet. Mm -hmm. I just think it's such a healthy product to put in your home and as opposed to all of the other items that Which we makes have. you worry. It is true. Yeah. Although wool carpeting does have limitations well, it to does. a certain extent. It does. Yeah. But it is a natural you know, and, and yeah. there's some kind of energy that comes off of anything that's a natural fiber that you simply cannot replicate. In I'm a lab. glad you say that because you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. The natural fibers, uh, I think, and I, I was seeing a lot of them at High Point. You know, you brought up the fact of what, you know, what was I seeing at High Point? Mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of natural fibers and natural stone. And something else that was interesting is some some metals. Uh, I also uh, ran across a lot of German uh, German silver, which was interesting. Yeah, and I said, what is this that this is patinaing this way? And they said, no, it's German silver, and German silver has a little bit of a warmer tone to it. Really? So it's kind of interesting. I think you'll see some of the furnishings um, coming your way with those, with German silver. And is it, is it literally it. like coming out of Germany, or this is just a name that they've given to this particular finish? Oh, that's a finish. good question. I didn't dig in. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's like a warmer silver, essentially? Yeah, is what you're it saying? has just kind of this warmer element. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes silver has that blue cast or blue kind of undertone. Mm-hmm. This was just really lovely and soft and kind of um, interesting. I noticed it right this. away. Really? Yeah. What uh, what what showrooms? All right. This is one of the questions I was going to ask you. Oh, which, yeah. Which which showrooms wowed you? What suppliers are you like totally into right now? You know, I am a design nerd, and mm. so I was trying to go everywhere. And you know, for me, you know, I have such a variety of different clients. I have people that are very high end, and then I also have people that are, you know, younger entry level that like my design aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And so I really do try to reach out to them with brands that will hit their price point. So a variety. I, I guess I really can't put my finger on any one. I think for more of the entry level brands, I would say I liked Bernhardt. Bernhardt okay. had some really beautiful offerings. I think uh, one thing that I really appreciated was their outdoor furnishings that they're offering. I had heard that they were doing that. Have you seen any of their pieces? Not in person. I loved some of them. Some of them were metal and, um, again, had that curved back that Mm -hmm. were very comfortable and really could be used indoors or outdoors, which is also a trend, you Mm -hmm. know, bringing the indoors in Mm -hmm. and the outdoors. Oh, no. Did I say that backwards? Bring the outdoors in, indoors out. Yeah, there we go. Fair enough. Yeah. Because like Lazar... Uh, which is an upholstery line. I don't know if you do yeah. much with them, but we do it an awful lot. Yeah. And they have basically taken their entire line and covered them with sun. Uh, the performance uh, uh, fabric. Exactly. Yeah. So now you can have outdoor furniture that would be just as, as comfortable indoors, I which I think that. is totally the way to go. Because I'm so that? tired of all the standard issue outdoor, rattan, full oh, rattan. At nauseum. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's so disappointing. It's so depressing. It's kind of like whenever I feel like getting really kind of depressed about human creativity, I go on to Etsy. <laughs> and and I discover how similar most of the things that everybody is making is. And yeah. it's part of why you need a designer because right. a designer is a curator, a selector, and a hunter of different types of things. I love that you said that. Mm. A curator and hunter. Exactly. And 
I think the reason I think market is so important for both you and I is that we really need to be out there and seeing what is brand new and what evokes emotion. Mm -hmm. I think I had just as much fun watching the designers interact with certain products as I did actually researching the product. Interesting. Because it was it was like a case study mm-hmm. that I was doing. I, w- I would watch them interact with certain different things and it, it was – Isn't it weird? All right. Yeah. So this is so funny. So you mentioned mm-hmm. this, by the way, earlier that you know High Point, there is a ton of drinking in High Point. Oh, it's yeah. part of why I like yeah. going there. Although it's changed <laughs> somewhat. It used to be that each and every showroom would have – booze available. And I would always have a policy of one drink per showroom and that's how I would make myself go to all the different showrooms. But they did change it recently and now the smaller showrooms, they're making everybody get a a license uh, in order to serve cocktails and it's expensive. So now the smaller uh, showrooms aren't offering liquor unless they really like you and then they show you one. But what I was going to say was – so. If you watch in a showroom, and I, I just love doing this as well, you have totally different types of, of individuals coming through. You've mm-hmm. got the designers who are taking a look, and you can just see the way a designer looks at a piece, and they're evaluating the the design, the flow, the curves. You know, they may be sitting on it a little bit and touching it. And then you've got like the store owners who come oh, in, yes. and the store owners are coming in, and they're like lifting up the cushions, and they're checking underneath it, and they're yeah. like kicking it as if it's a tire to right. try to get a sense. And it's the one place you can get all those different you know, an opportunity to check out all those different areas. But again, it's 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 great people watching, and I sit back and and just you know identify who this person is based on how they're evaluating a piece of furniture. You no, know, you're right, you're right, because you know, as as you know, we have our name tags, and it says you know if you're a designer or if you are a buyer, buyer or mm-hmm. what have you, and um, yeah, it's interesting. Plus, I had the good fortune of meeting Kelly Worsler, who is. Fabulous, Kelly Wurstler. Yes, why? Why you can't have I figure to, out who Kelly oh, Wurstler is? You have to know who she is. She's I, amazing. She she does a lot of hospitality. She does a lot. Oh of yes, okay, yes, 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 really yes, yes, yes. avant-garde. Damn, the margarita is doing a nice, uh, nice job. What? Yes, it is. <laughs> so you met with her? Yes, and what an opportunity that was. And then also, who else did I meet? Uh, the designer for the Kardashians. Um, hmm. Oh, some Armenian guy. No, actually. Well, Martin Lawrence <laughs> Bullard. It, uh, okay. Did you go into the, the Christopher uh, Guy uh, showroom? Uh-huh. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Interesting. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I saw that coming up. I know, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, I know. And I, I, of course, I'm just going to say interesting because yeah. I it was my first experience with that. Okay. So I, I guess I didn't have preconceived notions or any expectations. So mm-hmm. You're Minnesota just, showing right now. What was? Your Minnesota showing. Is it? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Hosting pattern sucked. wallpaper. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes. But no, that's, uh, that's, that's great. Now, I also wanted to ask you, you have a big project underway right now I with do. an unnamed, and we will not name, sports figure yes. in Minneapolis. Tell us about that. Well, he's lovely, and um, it's a huge project. Okay. Huge undertaking, you know. Western suburbs. Yes. How big is the house? It's huge. Okay. Huge. I don't even want to disclose that. That's but, fine. And I don't want to disclose his name, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, for confidentiality reasons. But 
Um, he's been lovely to work with, and we have just a dynamic project going on. And some of the things, well, I'll talk about the bar. How's that? Perfect. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. So the bar is actually going to have a lit, you know, everything is going to be completely lit. So the stone is going to be completely backlit. Okay. So when his guests arrive um, down at the bar, you know, they'll have their drinks sitting on this beautiful lit stone. And it is it is really beautiful. So it's backlit stone, so that it's it's Completely. ambient lighting coming out from under, and then the surface is some kind of stone. Yeah, it's all stone, all all stone. So basically, six inches of stone uh, on the facing, and then of course the countertop itself. And the other surprise, I hope I'm not giving away too much of a surprise, but he has this beautiful open window into the garage where okay. all of his super car- I'm a car-, car girl. Okay. I don't know if you know this. I did not. I am a car girl. Okay. In fact, when I was down at High Point, I could not get out of the car art. In fact, I dragged some home with me. That's awesome. Did you notice Dan, uh, Dan is driving a, uh, a late model PT Cruiser at the moment? Wow. Low blow. <laughs> Low blow, Greg. And I didn't bring the PT today, you bastard. <laughs> All right. After that one, we're going to take a break. But we'll hear more about that in just a moment. Stick with us. What the hell do you want, Sam? Baby. (laughs) Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC... Bench-made furniture out of the heart of California is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but... Living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Happy tune. Oh, happy tune. You love the crew. You love the groom. They call it Dean's song. You don't seem to understand. Yes, can be I must agree. The melody. The melody. God, I hate breaking into that song. That is one of my favorite songs for whatever reason. It's the Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. riff version of Sam's song available uh, on their Rat Pack Members Edition album, I think. Is that right, Brett? That is correct, yes. Awesome. By the way, just uh, just by way of a teaser, as we move into 2020, we're going to have a whole new concept associated with our musical selections. We are going to, through the entire year, work our way through Frank Sinatra's entire musical repertoire, album by album, week by week, starting in like 19, I'm going to say 40 or something when they didn't like his 30 stuff. But we'll be able to watch the development of the greatest musician of all time. Does he have 52 albums out and available? At least, yeah. No kidding. Oh, Sinatra. He, wow. Yeah, he's got... I, I don't know. I should I should look up the number, but it's definitely more than 52. So it will be good week to week with new content. It's going to make my life a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> All right. Before I get uh, I get wrapped up doing the audio log, Kimberly, we need to make sure that you yes. do a solid plug. How can listeners learn more about Neosi Design? Well, how nice of you. Actually, Neosi Design, we're a boutique upscale design firm located at uh, in, in the International Market Square. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, just call us, 612-701-3628, and we'd be happy to... Have conversation with Fabulous. you on your project. And you know, Facebook or uh, Instagram or anything oh, that people yeah. can see pictures? Instagram, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. And the website is Neosi Design. Design. N-I-O-S-I, correct? Yes. Design. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. got some great pictures. I mean, I love oh, some of the, the projects that you've got posted yeah. on there. I mean, they're clean and yet they're both clean and in, embrace Yuge. <laughs> As a uh, sense, I'm going to keep How doing do you it. say that again? Huga. Huga chaka. I said we weren't going to do that, but. We always do. We've <laughs> got to. It's, the, it's a musical portion of the show. Yeah. Dan, what's shaking in Minneapolis? Uh, so tonight, which when you hear this, you can get ready to come next Tuesday, uh, Taco Takeover, uh, Mercy in the Library Bar. Uh, we have Chef Gustavo Romero making authentic Mexican food, uh, fresh pressed uh, blue tortilla. Uh, taco shells, they mm-hmm. presses them, throws them on the grill, and that's when you're eating almost nearly immediately. And they're so perfectly done, you only need one. Because a lot of places you go, you get the corn taco shell, and oh, it's, yeah. it's doubled up. Mm-hmm. That's just due to not a very good taco shell. Mm-hmm. So ours is just the one. And uh, the, the food is on point. I got some really fun drinks. Um, and Chef is killing it, by the way. I yeah. mean, you guys have so much good stuff. Next week, we're going to talk about the uh, the dining in the dark uh, yeah. thing that we've done recently, yeah. which is just amazing. And which we also good. offer in our library bar. That's going to be a big subject matter, but we're yeah. going to we're going to that's a teaser. It is a teaser in the Steinbeck room. Yep, it's awesome, mm. absolutely awesome. All right, so we got a couple plugs in Taco Takeover Tuesday. Not to be confused with Taco Tuesday, it's Taco Takeover. On a Tuesday. Do you say Taco Tuesday? Now we got to pay Papa John's a nickel. No, we're good. <laughs> LeBron James is going to be at my door right now, banging <laughs> on the door, screaming that I use the words. All right. Let's do the Habitation Audio Log. Are we ready, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Maybe I need audio log intro music, Johnson. What do you think? We do think? need some music for this, yeah. Some kind of... we got to think know. of a track for this. It's like Darth Vader or something. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Habitation Audio Log Installment 40. By the way. It'll work. It'll work. All right, here we go. Last week, I disclosed that. By the way, did you notice last week how Cindy and Carol were just laughing their asses off at me as I'm oh, yeah. waving my arms around? Everybody's hand talking. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. shit faced. Yeah. Mean, how do you read something aloud without using your hands? <laughs> yeah. I'm reading in bed next to Christina <laughs> and I'm waving my hands around. <laughs> you noticed I was doing it. I know, Italian. Is that supposed us. to be the mark of a dictator? <laughs> that you do? Mussolini? We must annex Poland by the spring. <laughs> No, it's the Italian thing. By the way, do you know why Italians use so many hand gestures? I would like to know. I actually, I mean, I, nothing's definitive, but this is a really great theory. After the collapse of the Roman Empire, when uh, Latin was no longer the universal language, Italy still remained the center of international trade. Oh, yeah. But since people couldn't talk to each other anymore, they learned to communicate using hand gestures. Interesting. Isn't it, though? There's this great guy online that I don't remember where it is, but he gives, like, the whole definitive list of hand gestures and their whole origin. It's awesome. Wow. So they started 
Yeah. So hand gesturing is, wow. is because Italy Italians had to communicate with people who did not speak the language and figured out how to do it. Well, it's interesting. It it follows down the gene pool. That's I all I can say. It becomes. I know it's weird. Right. It is you weird. You guys are just like out hand talking each other right now. <laughs> we were. <laughs> <laughs> all right, habitation audio log. Here we go. All right, habitation audio log installment forty. Last week. I disclosed some of the details on Habitation's upcoming move to Edina. At the moment, everything seems to be going well, and the last hurdle we're looking at is the completion of the environmental survey. Once that's clear, I'll be disclosing the location and other bits of info, but this week, I'm going to be talking about our moving sale. We've already begun. You have to begin. Simply put, I'm shedding almost everything on the showroom floor. I'd much rather sell and start, fre- and start fresh than move the items, so we have slashed prices on existing samples. Just about everything in the store is 40 to 70% off, and truly, it is selling fast. If you are in the market for sofas, chairs, accessories, dining tables, art, pretty much anything, now is the time to visit Habitation. In fact... If you're looking for lighting, you'll definitely want to rush over because overhead lighting is slashed even more deeply. So there it is. Tons of premium quality furnishings being sold at legitimate, serious, deep discounts. But, as they used to say on TV, don't delay. Act now. Supplies are limited, and by the end of November, we expect to be pretty much close to bare walls. Ta-da! Wow. Right? I would have been good on that. Don't delay. Act now. Operators are standing by. Designers are standing by. I am trying to clear out your shelves, you know. You're doing a nice job. Your walls anyway. I know. The Venus picture. We were talking between segments Uh about the absolutely awesome uh, Venus de Milo art. And she's taking a selfie. And it is just a beautiful riff on. What a great way of combining classical and today's world. Seriously. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. We also, by the way, mentioned lighting, and we were oh, yeah. we were discussing Ketra lighting. Yes. And Ketra lighting, to me, as we were talking about that big project that I was doing, and Ketra lighting is one of the things that we're doing in this great big project. And, and Ketra is a brand. It's a, it is. It's, it's a manufacturer of lighting. Yes. Yeah. And what it is, is it actually sets you up. It's circadian rhythm lighting. So it sets you up. So if you're arriving home, say, well, in our case, um, coming from a game with mm-hmm. this particular individual coming home, and they want to set themselves up for good sleep. Mm-hmm. So the lighting is actually set to pre, uh, I guess, pre or get them ready for sleep. Really so is, is it what like, it does. Is it connected like to a hub? Is it is it like networked? It is. And it it Wi-Fi connects and then the lighting will adjust based on a recommended or personalized schedule. Yeah, you can actually personalize it, which is exactly right. And then you can also set it up for daytime lighting. So, for example, in the morning when you want to get ready to go work out or something, Mm -hmm. you can definitely have that set up so that you're energized for the day. And then when you come home, it's predisposing how you're going to prepare yourself for sleep. I think, I mean, that that is just kind of brilliant. That's a proper use of technology. I think it's great. I think it's great. And it's all about promoting good health. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people are having so much difficulty with their serotonin levels and Mm -hmm. so on. And it really does help boost your serotonin levels based on the rhythm Mm -hmm. of 
Your body. Well, you know, people for years denied, you know, for whatever reason, because we're Americans and we just don't trust experts and I don't fully understand it, but denied the truth of looking at your computer screen and oh, how yeah. that would literally charge your mind up. And then eventually Apple and Android came out with blue light filters right. as part of their operating system, which right. kind of validated the whole theory. Yeah. This is uh, the catcher lighting thing I'm actually really excited about. We're going to yeah. have to talk offline about uh, yeah. this because when we build out the district building, oh yeah, perhaps this is something – Ooh, do they have like a lighting setting to encourage people to buy things? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you'd have to turn it up to red. You know how red does that. The red light district. Definitely. Well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> no, I think that's uh, that's totally awesome. And uh, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to learning more about yeah, this. Yes, pretty great product. Do you use, by the way, uh, Newkirk, do you use a blue light filter on uh, on your phone at night? Excuse me? You don't know about it, do you? I, I'm fully aware of it, but no, why would I do that? I just turn it upside down. But if you're like looking at something, if you're reading something and, and you know, as you're drifting to sleep, like I try to read something before I go to bed, preferably not the news, but I'll, I'll grab a, a, a Kindle book or something on my phone and I'll read a chapter or two to try to get through it. And if you don't have a blue light filter, you're literally like giving your brain mm-hmm. mixed uh, you're signals. You're energizing it again. Yeah, no, I, I don't do the phone thing at the end of the night. Hmm. Of course, you also probably pretty much just pass out. Yes. <laughs> there needs to be like some kind of alcoholic drink called Blue Light. Blue Light filter. Really? Yeah, I know. <gasps> Dude, you need to make a cocktail. We're going to call it the Blue Light filter. There you go. I can make it blue. Mm-hmm. Said and done. Okay. By All the right. way, this is the best I've ever had. I appreciate just that. Just wanted to shout out. Wow. Oh my God! A nickel for every time you've heard it, right? It's it's still, it's still nice to <laughs> Sometimes hear. Sometimes there's an alcoholic drink involved. It's still it's still nice to hear. It's still nice to hear. It never gets old. All right. Well, there it is, my friends. I'm so sorry, Brett. I really am. Uh, there it is, my friends. We have drunk uh, our way through yet another episode. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design, soon to no longer be in St. Louis Park, okay? Kimberly uh, from the OC Design and Dan Newkirk from all over the place, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And I'm going to leave you a quote from Yogi Berra. Keep trying, stay humble, trust your instincts, and most importantly, act. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Good night, everybody.